Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Purpose and Jive Conversations, the podcast. I'm your host, Natasha. And I'm Sam. So a lot has changed since the very first episode of our podcast, not only in the world, but in our personal lives. And we actually got married since the first episode. We actually wanted to talk today about the day's months almost leading up to our decision to get married our quarantine wedding how we knew we were ready to get married um, how things have changed since we got married and actually a pivotal moment where there was this misunderstanding and we almost didn't get married so let's get right into it how did you know that you were ready to get married um well uh, like I was telling you before, I don't think that I actually knew um, that I was ready to get married. Um, I think it more came about from a lot of self-reflection and then also uh, to getting to a place where I felt like we were doing the right things in terms of what needed to be worked on. Like as individuals or collectively or both? No, together. Together. We had worked on those things and those, and I saw improvement on those things. And then that is what ultimately made me feel like I was in a, a better space. And for me, I don't think there's ever a perfect time. But being in a better space is something that I think is very, very important. Because when you can get there, right? It, it allows you to be able to try to create some sort of uh, life that gives you the ability to pursue happiness and happiness with the other person. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, we had talked about this as well in the sense that in my culture, being Pakistani, I wasn't really raised to be comfortable to date because I wasn't allowed to date. That's not a thing in my culture. But I had to discover on my own the best set of circumstances internally as well as externally that would work for me that would ultimately lead to marriage for me. And I think with us, that was always the end goal. That was something we made clear from the jump, from the first time we sat down and had dinner together that this was either going to lead to marriage or it was not going to lead anywhere. And that was something that we both established pretty early on. So, I mean, it's similar to what you said. I don't think that there was like this one pivotal moment per se, but it was a lot of, oh, the things that I've been working on for myself as an individual so that I can show up as a better partner seem to be progressing along well. So let's take this next step in our journey together. Right. You know, so I hope that answers it. I don't know if that really answered it, but I that's how I felt, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. I know I've talked about this, but how did you feel doing a whole quarantine wedding? My assumption is that because you're a guy, a wedding was never something that you really gave thought to. Yeah, I, um, for me, it, 
I think because everybody has these different opinions on how they feel about certain things, like, obviously, I wanted to move forward in my life, and there were certain things that I wanted to do and certain things I wanted to accomplish, and getting married was definitely something that was on my list, um, and starting a family, but at the same time, you know, from a wedding standpoint, I think that because... I have been a person that generally focused on what I felt was more important at each individual time. For me, the most important thing was finding the right person, meeting that person, and actually marrying that person. And it wasn't necessarily the circumstances under which it came about because, you know, I just wanted to try to make sure that whoever I was going to end up with understood that marriage was more than just a ceremony and a bunch of people coming in smiles and laughter. Marriage to me meant this is a, one of the deepest commitments you can make in your entire life. And we are working as individuals together to build something that we both even, can share. And, right. And that's something that's even bigger than that day. Right. One day. Right. I know that's something that we had talked about from my perspective. We hadn't spoke on it from your perspective. Right. But I just wanted to go back for a quick second because there was something else that I forgot to mention when we first talked about how did we know we were ready to get married. I remember you saying early on that you would know within the first two years that you would think that was enough time for you to get to know somebody to know if this is somebody you'd want to be with for the rest of your life. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think um, I think as well, too, it probably is something that's more along the lines of, like, the first couple of months, you know whether or not this thing is compatible um, in terms of something that you feel like you could be in long term. And then after those first couple months, right, you get into this phase where, you know, you start to, like, settle down in terms of comfortability with each other no no, not not that it's more like you're settling into the what is going to be normal in the relationship because a lot of people sometimes i feel like have these expectations of like this fairy tale thing that they see in a movie and it's just not how relationships or life goes like obviously you you first get together and it's there's is really sweet and honeymoon phase and stuff and then as you progress different things start to rise, whether it be good things or, you know, some things that are challenges. And then in those things, you really truly start to find the depth of the relationship. You start to figure out who a person really is. They start to figure out who you are because now... come up right. like, am I going to stick it out through this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, different things start to come up yeah. after time passes. Yeah, and I think I, one of the things I want to emphasize, too, is a lot of those things are things that we as human beings, um, we self-inflict on ourselves because we come into these relationships, even if we feel like we're the most kindest, sweetest person, we all have these expectations and these egos and these different things that we are unwilling to budge on. And if we don't have an open mind to be able to communicate what we do or do not like, or that person to understand where we're coming from, or for them to feel the other the same way on the opposite end, then 
that's how you kind of get into a mode where you're not sure where you're going. You're wondering why you ever even talk to this person and these different things. When really, the, the relationship in and of itself is about understanding, growth, and you guys like working together, right? Because it's not just you anymore. It's not just how you feel. It's not just what you want. Like you get an entire other human being with a bunch of years of experience of life on them. And if you're not, if you don't have the humility to understand that this, there's a different person here with different understandings and different desires and different ways that they feel about certain things, it's just not going to be good for long-term success, I feel like. You know what I wanted to ask you? Because I just thought of this while you were talking. Um, you know how they there's a saying that women, when they first meet a man, they're already picturing whether or not this is somebody that they could marry? I'm sure you've heard of that, that they say Vaguely. potentially. Yeah, maybe maybe do, in the past. Yeah. Do men do that? Did you specifically do that? No. Okay. Um, this, this was my thought process. You know, like, uh, for me, when... I was single when I met somebody, if I found them attractive, then I would talk to them. And then if the things that they were saying were things that aligned with who it is I was and what it was I was trying to work on or become, then that's when I, you know, automatically in my mind said, okay, we might have something here. But if I, if I find you attractive and I start talking to you and I realized that you yourself are not on the same wavelength of what it is that I'm trying to be on or what it is I'm trying to achieve, then I'm not going to put you in a space in my mind where I'm like, okay, maybe this is, you know, maybe I need to take this in a certain way or in a certain light because I'm not a hundred percent sure whether or not we're going to work out, you know? So it really is about how I present myself to that person and how that person presents themselves to me that that makes me go yes i'm willing to be like this this and this or no i'm like hey you know i'm i'm not i'm out of this thing so the short answer is no <laughs> to that i just want to make sure i understood correctly so the short answer is no not so much it takes more time for you specifically you as an individual no i mean it's is based off of my answer is is based off of how you present yourself gotcha. as somebody that i'm attracted to Gotcha. If you present yourself in a certain way, you will get treated in a certain way. If you present yourself in a way that is along the lines of what it is I'm trying to achieve, then that's how you'll get treated. But I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest when I meet you or when I was, you know, talking to people or when I was, you know, single, I'm going to be honest. And if, you know, if we align, we align. If we don't align, then, you know, obviously I got to think about whether or not this is worth the time investment. You know what I didn't answer, um, going back, <laughs> again, going back was how I felt about the quarantine wedding. Cause I know you answered mm -hmm. like your perspective on that. Um, I'd be lying if I said that there weren't thoughts that crossed my mind of having some type of ceremony. You guys got to remember too, I'm from a culture where there's week long celebrations, you know? And days leading up to it, even like I'm on Netflix watching all these Bollywood films that are from my childhood and singing along to all these songs and playing Mahi and all this stuff. And so, of course, there were moments where it crossed my mind. But I think there was a lot of conversation here 
between the two of us that reminded me, first of all, the world shut down. So there's that. So even if you want to do something, it's not going to happen in the way that you imagine because the entire world is experiencing something that is just so surreal and just unfamiliar to us, right? Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, I mean, I knew, like I said, I'm not marrying someone who's from the same culture as me. So there isn't going to be these week-long celebrations. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, the conversations that we had leading up to it was, what do we want? Why are we doing this? What does this mean to us? And long after that day is gone, what are we still going to have to do in order to maintain, maintain a healthy relationship here and something that is built and standing on a strong foundation to begin with? And I slowly just became more present and accepting of the only people that needed to be a part of this are the two people that were in the room that day. And Bertie, you know, where, where else was he going to be though, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so there's there's that. And I mean, not everything always goes over so smoothly. Even when you're just doing a simple quarantine wedding a couple of days before we got married, there was a misunderstanding and some miscommunication had that almost led us to not get married. You know, um, I, I, I want you to... I want to hear your take on that first. Um, well, you know, I, I don't really want to go into in depth here, but, um, you know, I, it's like I was saying before, in, in relationships, uh, and obviously I don't have all the, I don't have all the answers. I don't think I have any answers. I'm just telling you my personal experience. So anybody that's listening to this, just know that this is my personal experience. This is not, you know, some sort of How thing for you to listen to and be like, right. oh, he has the answers because I don't have the answers. I don't have I'm, the answers I'm, either. I'm just talking from Personal what I've experience. experienced and, uh, you know, the different things that have helped me in certain situations. So uh, when it when it comes to, you know, stuff like that, you know, different misunderstandings, it's like I said before, um, it's very, very important that when you, for, to me, it's very, very important that you understand that you are embarking on this journey in this relationship. Like, it's just not all fun and games. It's not all, like, pretty Instagram pictures or, you know, like, look at me and where we went and all this other kind of stuff. Like, there are real things in real situations that you, if you have certain goals in your life, things that you want to achieve and you have an idea or a vision of what you want to create, then you've got to take that into account. And having misunderstandings comes from a lot of times people not being on the same page when the initial statement is being made. So for us, we are continuing to try to not only have more love for each other in those circumstances and have an ability to to listen better but we're trying to make sure that we are actively making it in our minds a thing where it's like okay I understand this person is trying to express themselves and I need to be able to take that expression and try to understand that expression so that way I can respond 
in a manner that allow us to deal with this misunderstanding quickly as opposed to being this whole big old thing and then now you've got all of these you know all of this stuff from afterwards and you got to try to go through and try to can i add you know, to that make right yeah sorry can i just add to that mm -hmm. for me personally it's important to remember that hey this guy and i we're on the same team this is no longer a this person's over here and i'm over here and then when we don't see eye to eye we're no longer on the same team for me it's always remembering we are on the same team so i have to remember to learn and trust in you will always want what's best for me there will never be a time where you do not want what's best for me because why wouldn't you this is somebody you've chosen to be with so there's no there's no there's never you coming from a place of there's no sincerity or no love and that's what i have to that's what i learned that i have to remember you know what i mean mm -hmm. in times of not seeing eye to eye that doesn't mean that there's no more love or that doesn't mean that we are not any longer playing on the same team we are always on the same team and the goal should be to get to a solution and the solution should always be for the betterment of the team. That's what I have to remember to keep at the forefront of my mind. So right, right. there's that. But what would you say has changed since we got married? Um, for me personally, I, I don't think that there is. I, I think that. I don't really look at it in terms of what's changed or what hasn't changed. I kind of look at it more in terms of like, okay, now what can we put in place to make sure that we are unified and to make sure that we are growing together, right? And obviously everybody's different and they all grow at different paces and different, different states. But I didn't, I think a lot of people sometimes get married for a lot of different reasons and sometimes they're the wrong reasons and sometimes people get married and they have kids and it's all for the wrong reasons my intention or my reason to want to get married was in order to try to for me to find somebody and love somebody and that person love me and we grow to get together and build a family so for me you know part of the reason why even on my social media Tasha's only been seen once when we got married it, when we got married right. on my social media because because for me I'm not a person that like I'm not doing things in my life to try to make sure that you see what I'm doing because I don't really care if you see what I'm doing right. in my personal life you know my artwork is my artwork and what I put out there artistically is fine and dandy but at the same time the core of who I am like I I have real things going on in my life. I have real situations and different things like that. And I am focused on putting out light and goodness and happiness into the world. So with, with, with that being said, like from a relationship standpoint, I don't feel the need to talk about certain things or put certain things out there because I want to make sure that the focus of what it is I'm trying to present to the world is on the light and the goodness. And not to say that my relationship is a light and goodness, but it's my personal light and goodness. It's, it's for me. It's not necessarily for me to share with the world. And everybody feels differently about it, but that's just how I feel. So 
you know. I mean, I share things, and we talked about that because obviously I was going to make sure my then-fiancé, now-husband was comfortable with what I share, what aspects of our life together I share. And I think what made him comfortable, and I mean, you're here so you can attest to this or not, was that you know that my intention is always to share in hopes that other people, even if it's just one person, has a takeaway and they can know that they're not alone in whatever they may be going through in life because whatever it is that I go through, my goal is always to find a way to get to the other side because that's what life should be about. It should be about, to me, putting one foot in front of the other and just keep going and keep marching towards whatever it is that you aspire towards to become in life or to have or, you know, whatever your goals are. And I think that's why you are okay with the things that I do share because you know, A, I do so because there's an intention behind it. It's not a, hey, look at us because that's something that I always talk about. And I know you know this. I never wanted to pretend like this was some type of perfect situation over here that had no flaws because that is not real life. And that kind of actually takes me off about social media or people's reception of it of that oh just because the people posted this pretty picture of their relationship and them on vacation that everything is fine and dandy and I always try to be real and talk about hey there's gonna be this that and the third that arises because life goes like this you always say to me life ebbs, ebbs and flows every aspect of it but it's about for me letting other people know hey you aren't alone on your journey and you can find a way to get through whatever it is. And in a way that's synonymous to what you said, to me, it is also about light and goodness, like you said. Yeah. And I guess in a way that's why you were okay with it because it's synonymous and it comes full circle to, you know, what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, like I said to uh, my best advice for anybody out there is, if you have the right intentions in your mind in terms of what it is you want, like if, if your intentions are real, no matter what your intentions are, if they're real and they're for you, then if you continue to put that work out there for what it is you want, then things do start to move in your direction. But if your intentions are not sincere, like you are more obsessed with, you know, no, you're more obsessed with like, oh, well, I have a child, but then you don't want to deal with the responsibilities of having a child and all of the things that come with it because it's a constant job. It's not something that you just turn on and off. If if you don't understand that before you embark on that journey, then how can you give light and love to this being that you've created? How can you give light and love to your marriage if the whole point of you getting married is just so other people can see that you got married and look at why I went, look at how big my wedding was, look at how much money we spent on a ring and all this. Like, But you got real problems that you need to discuss and that you need to deal with. I actually had this conversation with somebody recently um, on social media, privately, and I, I'm, I'm, they knew we had just gotten married and they had mentioned to me because I guess they're in the process of also transitioning to that part of their next chapter of their life and they had mentioned a wedding and you know maybe not being able to get to experience the big week-long wedding like we have in my culture and I told them you know marriage isn't about that one day 
And I learned that from being with you for almost, it'll be what, five years next year? And I learned that in a way because when the lights go off on that big day and everybody goes home and your journey starts now with this person, all the people that came to the big lavish wedding and brought you gifts and took pictures with you, you can't call them and ask them to come solve the, the different things that you're going to have to face in life when it comes to whatever's going to arise towards husband and wife now. You know, I remember mentioning too that not often are you given advice on how to sustain a happy and healthy marriage, but you'll be given a lot of advice and tips on how to plan a wedding. And it's crazy to me. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just, I had to say that um, the different things that have even got us to this point that have made us stronger as individuals and as, as a team, no one day could have prepared us for this it was all the different experiences and the ebbs and flows and that's not to say like if you want that then by all means but make sure you do it for you and not for other people yeah like i said it's got to be it's got to be the right reasons yeah. like you know being a being a parent is not something that is you don't become a parent just because it's just like oh well I want to have kids and mark this off my list. Like it's not just something that's just, it's, yeah, just okay. an example. It's not something that's just cute. It's something that really, really, truly takes dedication, time, energy, effort, and a, a, a real, real passion for putting light and love out into the world. It's the same thing with a marriage and relationship, you know, like it's being, being, being pretty is not enough. Being handsome is not enough. Being looking like a model is not enough. It's it's not enough to sustain the depth of the human experience that you're going to have to go through with this person in your life. The challenges that you face and the good times that you face too cuz it ain't going to all be challenges, no, but it ain't going to all yeah. it, it's you know, you'll have a lot of good as well too. But the strength of it really shows itself in those moments where things are not exactly what you envision when you said I do at the altar. And for me, I just want to make sure that me and Tasha are always, always, always putting the most important thing first, which is our own happiness, our own growth um, as individuals, and then bringing that together to create some sort of um, happiness within a family and trying to continue to put light and love out into the world. Do you know what I want to end it on? So I don't know if you remember this, but you actually asked me a few days before. You literally turned to me, and I think I was laying on the couch, and you said, why do you want to get married? And I don't, I was like, oh, is this like a real question? Like, are you really asking me? And you're like, yeah. And I said, well, I want to get married because... I wanted to join in a union where I am better now with this person than I could be as an individual and where we can collectively join our goals together to help better the lives of not only our immediate family, but join our goals to collectively put out goodness into the world. And you just nodded and you turned around and you went back to work. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. And I was like, okay, was that the right answer? And then I do remember you saying, you're like, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. But you said, I 
I think you were, I think you connected with the answer that I gave. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, we had to be, we had to have some principles that were the same. Yeah. One of one of the things before we, uh, you know, finish off the podcast, one of these things that I think was very, very important too. So like, I've heard this term before. I mean, I've heard not this term, but like a phrase. If you don't plan to succeed, then you're planning to fail, right? So for me and you, it, I the reason why I keep mentioning things about stuff being cute is because like we've obviously made a big jump and a big commitment to being married to each other. But if when this camera goes off, if me and you don't do the work of actually loving each other and being kind and being sweet to each other and work doing these little things together that help us grow and not only in our affection, but our love and our like of one another, then we're not going to have a strong bond. So one of the things like we sat down and we have an entire spreadsheet with different things on it, with different things on it that we are, we put plans in place to do together and things that we do separately, right? Because in my mind, those small things lead up to bigger things. And then over time, you can accumulate, you know, you can draw from that stuff and use it to help you not only in your own personal endeavors, but also in the marriage as well. So tell them a little bit of what we've been doing together. So each of us picks something Mm-hmm. Almost, I think, every week. And when we will write something and then we'll pick from the things that we So write. there's three days. There's three days in a given week. Right. So we've been... And we alternate. We've been running together. Mm-hmm. We started running together. Um, we've been cooking together. We have started reading two books together where literally we set a timer and we pull out these books and we take turns reading to each other and really stopping, listening, comprehending, and sometimes even taking notes on what it is that we're reading. What is something else that we started doing together? I think there's more than we that. We still got yoga. and I'm, There's a lot of different things on the list, but I'm just saying, you know, it's good that you mentioned that because especially with the reading thing, like it, these things may seem small and like really minuscule to a bunch of other people. But if you, when we read not only to each other, but when we're reading certain books and the books that we're picking, we are building our comprehension skills toward one another because in that moment you don't have an opportunity to have a phone in your hand i can't have a controller in my hand or whatever it is we have to sit down and we have to listen to what's coming out of the person's mouth and we have to actually take the time to understand that so that way we're putting the practice in place for if we do have a disagreement or misunderstanding or whatever it is we're already been putting into practice week by week day by day of having to listen to what a person is saying and totally understand what what it is they're saying. So it's small things like that. And then, like I said, also, too, with the books that we're we're picking to read, it's small things like that that we're trying to use to help us grow. And, you know, once again, like I said, it's not that we have – I don't have any answers or whatever it is, but I'm just telling you, when you see me on camera, whether it be this podcast or anywhere else, when the camera's off, I am giving it everything that I have in order to try to continue to put out light and love into the world because I believe in optimism, positivity, and I believe in making those choices in order for you to be the person that you want to be. 
On that note, though, I do want to share that something that was very important, and we can end it on this note. I remember you always saying to me that you didn't want me to lose a sense of self or who I was as an individual and my own personal goals for me as we embarked on this new chapter of our lives. And you always, always, always supported, emphasized on the importance of continuing to focus on my own goals, my individual goals, and working on them, and showing up for myself, and all the different aspirations I had long before I even met you. And I think that that's really important too, so that I didn't lose myself in you or just our relationship. So I think that's a very, very crucial thing as well, because one thing that Sam has always said to me was when he was looking for a partner, he wanted somebody who would not hinder his individual journey and his path to his own goals. And that was really important for him. And he thinks that that's why it was important for me to have my own goals, which I did when we met, that were outside of him, that had nothing to do with him. And for us to continue to keep working towards those things as individuals as well. So I think that's important. But I think that's it from us for now, guys. Like we were saying too, we, we don't have the answers. We're just doing this thing called life just like everybody else is. Learning from our mistakes and doing the best we can to show up and continue to just build on a strong foundation of love and keep pursuing the things that makes us happy and live in our most authentic, highest versions of self. So as always, we are both wishing you well on your journeys.